Vanessa Barros, thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. You are a project coordinator at Can Delta, and uh, from our perspective, you are the smartest experts we know, and we like checking in with you generally on Monday, but today we are talking on Tuesday. Yes, that's correct. That um, is correct. <laughs> Labor Day has happened, and we are now, uh, I don't know, in a new realm post-summer? We'll see. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Uh, and, and this question for this week on Ask the Experts with Candelta is about uh, the market overall, getting into the canvas market. Can I go ahead and ask you? Sure, go ahead. Sure. Uh, there have been quite a few head, uh, headlines in the media surrounding the cannabis market, both provincially and federally, I'll say. Uh, what are some recent reasons to get into the cannabis market? Yeah. That, yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Um, there's been definitely some promising news that has uh, come in the recent weeks. Um, so I guess I'll break it down. So we'll start with the retail side of things. So Ontario's regulator, the AGCO, just announced some, some really big news for the retailers this week. So they're actually going to double the number of store authorizations yeah, per month this fall. So it, they just came out and said the fall, we're, we're anticipating September um, or early October. That means that they're actually moving from away from 20 store authorizations to now 40. Um, so this will significantly decrease the timelines that most of these retail applicants uh, were concerned about and are seeing. Um, so, so a lot of people have been interested in, in entering the cannabis retail market, but wanted to see how, how it was going to play out. And with these increase in licensing, uh, we've actually seen an uptick in interested prospective retailers who, who've approached us and now want to get into the market. Um, so with the magnitude and, and knowing what, you know, what the queue looks like at the moment, um, it's, it's easy to plan for and new applicants can actually have a significant second mover advantage uh, over the first wave. So I think they'll, they'll definitely benefit from that aspect. The other great news, um, which we kind of heard some rufflings about, but uh, the OC, OCS, so the Ontario Cannabis Store, is opening up a second warehouse. Um, and we found out that that's coming the week of September 28th. So there should be an increase in sales uh, from federal licensed producers to provincial distributors. So what technically once was the bottleneck of the supply chain will now widen and drive sales of the regulated cannabis market, uh, more so in Ontario. Yeah, it's, it's sorry, no, I, I, I just want to chime in on that because it seems like in a relative short order, I mean, short order, it's, it's taken two years and, <laughs> and we've had a pandemic to deal with and all those things, but yeah. between the AGCO ramping up their, authority, their, their approvals and yeah. the Ontario Cannabis Store, Really, I mean, I don't know if it's doubling their capacity to feed retailers and their own consumers overall, but like those yeah. two things hand in hand, like it seems to be put in place the foundation upon which Ontario could have a, a real market advantage across the country versus other provinces, you know, by the beginning of January. Yeah, no, I think you're definitely right about anticipating that. Um, and, and I think come come 2021, I think beginning of spring, we will actually see a new, uh, an actual second wave of doubling too, in terms of how many store authorizations. So I think, I think it's great news and there's definitely more work to be done, but I, I think it's already great, great rollout. Um, the other things that, that are in, you know, the recent headlines that will also help retailers is, I'm not sure if you were if you were familiar with what's been going on, but Weed Maps um, 
you know, is known to also showcase the illicit market. So the growing regulated cannabis market is slowly working to eliminate um, that of the illicit or the illicit cannabis production and operations. Um, so that's either, you know, the illicit retail stores or these, these apps like Weed Maps. Um, so we've actually seen multiple legal retailers, you know, you know, ask the RCMP to shut down these market players who are promoting illicit streams. Um, and, and so hopefully the, the influence uh, with the RCMP, as well as the outcry from these legal retailers who've, who've invested a large sum of money and time um, in, into working within the legal framework here in Ontario, I think will help create that change sooner than later. And, and I think that will trickle into to other provinces as well, um, hopefully, hopefully putting a stamp down on the illicit, the illicit market. Um, in terms of the federal side of things, so federally, the licensed producers are obviously all, all going to directly benefit from the increase of the availability of legal cannabis, um, similar to the retailers. Um, but additionally, we've seen, and I'm sure you've heard about this, but there's been a significant blow to uh, the illicit production through recent police raids um, all, all over Ontario uh, this past month. So this clampdown on the illicit market will actually help drive that of the legal. And we actually saw some evidence of that. So StatsCan came out last week and announced that Canadian household spending on recreational cannabis hit a new high of $600 million in the second quarter of 2020. And then uh, medical cannabis reached additional 155, so $155 million. Um, so I know the numbers I'm kind of rhyming off are- They're big though. They're big. Yeah. Um, and the illicit market ha actually dropped. I know this is gonna be a large number still, but it, it's technically low if you're familiar with it. But the illicit market fell to $748 million. So this was actually the first time that legal sales of cannabis had actually exceeded that of the illicit. So I think that's, that's definitely positive news. I know it's not the number we want to see for the illicit, but I think it's, it's trending in a, in a downward direction, which is what we want. So there's definitely been some great wins in the news recently uh, related to the legal cannabis market, which means great progress. And, and it's really encouraging for those who want to get in. So just to reiterate, I think it's, you know, the, the time is now if you are a prospective retailer or licensed producer. Um, and as mentioned, I think this is progress, um, but there's definitely more, more to come. And I think we'll see it uh, come, come 2020, early 2021. So. Yeah. And, and we've seen uh, with some of our other partners talking about um, <clears throat> just over sort of the period of COVID that, that more and more people are shifting their purchasing to the, the legal market, whether it's because of uh, wanting, you know, just wanting an access point and, and, and trusting that access point or, um, you know, in some cases, especially in Ontario, it's getting more convenient to buy it legally than it has ever has been. Mm -hmm. um, and new products have sort of hit the shelves and 2.0 products they really hit the shelves right as we all went into lockdown and, and yeah. the legal market though, you know, people are exploring that again and it's some exciting products and the supply is very good. And one of the things that um, I also think factors into sort of that um, parity with the sort of legal and illicit market sort of moving forward is that the prices come down uh, considerably on a, on a per gram basis, certainly on the flower side, but also the quality or the perceived quality ha has gone up on the legal side. So like a lot of sort of things are into the mix that, that I think, like you, 
we're seeing are, are telling a positive story. And um, it's also in the midst of like ra radical social change and all those things. But yeah. um, it, it is happening and it's happening uh, seemingly rapidly to coincide with the Ontario Cannabis Store ramp up as well as uh, the AGCO. So like, I think there's like you guys, we're seeing like we're pretty bullish on what's happening and, and really looking forward to 2021 as we see, you know, dozens, scores, and maybe hundreds of new stores in Ontario, the largest market. Similar things are happening in other provinces. Um, and, and it is an exciting time to jump in. I, I agree. I think there is more on the horizon. So if, uh, if any retailers are, are still a little um, nervous getting in, I think there's definitely more coming um, and it's only going to benefit them in the long run. Yeah. And, and I, I live in downtown Toronto and the number of stores, first of all, has just increased dramatically even over the yeah. past, uh, well, month, and then two months for sure. But mm -hmm. the number of stores that appear ready to be open, just waiting for the AGCO backlog to open up is, yeah. it, it's going to double again, certainly in Toronto. Um, I think, it, you know, by the end of this year, even. Yeah, no, you're definitely right in, in anticipating that. So yeah. But, th and that's great for, well, cannabis consumers <laughs> for sure. But, but also, you know, you, you start to realize when you look at the per day sales of cannabis retailers in Ontario around the country, like, this is a major boon to the sector overall when stores are doing hundreds of thousands of dollars a day. Yeah, no, it, it's definitely positive. And I, I think you're right in saying that, you know, COVID kind of assisted in, in creating a lot of those sales, def definitely with like curbside pickup and delivery. Um, but I, I don't think, I think they're here to stay and if not growing, growing more, so. Well, as always, not on Monday, but this week on Tuesday, great to connect with you, Vanessa, and the CanDelta team, our Ask the Experts segment every week. Uh, we look forward to it, and thank you for joining us here today, and we'll see you guys next week. Thanks, Jay. Great. Thanks, Vanessa.